Day 19, Acts 17. In Thessalonica, Paul and Silas traveled on through Amphipolis and Apollonia and came to Thessalonica where there was a synagogue. According to his usual habit, Paul went to the synagogue. There, during three Sabbaths, he held discussions with the people, quoting and explaining the scriptures, improving from them that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from death. This Jesus, whom I announced to you, Paul said, is the Messiah. Some of them were convinced and joined Paul and Silas. So did many of the leading women in a large group of Greeks who worshipped God. But some Jews were jealous and gathered ruthless loafers from the streets and formed a mob. They set the whole city in an uproar and attacked the home of a man named Jason in an attempt to find Paul and Silas and bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city authorities and shouted, These men have caused trouble everywhere. Now they have come to our city, and Jason has kept them in his house. They are all breaking the laws of the emperor, saying that there is another king, whose name is Jesus. With these words, they threw the crowd and the city authorities in an uproar. The authorities made Jason and the others pay the required amount of money to be released and then let them go. In Berea, as soon as night came, the believers sent Paul and Silas to Berea. When they arrived, they went to the synagogue. The people there were more open-minded than the people in Thessalonica. They listened to the message with great eagerness and every day they studied the scriptures to see if what Paul said was really true. Many of them believed and many Greek women of high social standing and many Greek men also believed. But when the Jews in Thessalonica heard that the Paul had preached the word of God in Berea also, they came there and started exciting and stirring up the mobs. At once, the believers sent Paul away to the coast, but both Silas and Timothy stayed in Berea. The men who were taking Paul went with him as far as Athens and then returned to Berea with instructions from Paul that Silas and Timothy should join him as soon as possible. That Silas and Timothy should join him as soon as possible. In Athens. While Paul was waiting in Athens for Silas and Timothy, he was greatly upset when he noticed how full of idols the city was. So he held discussions in the synagogue with the Jews and with the Gentiles who worshipped God, and also in the public square every day with the people who happened to come by. Certain Epicurean and Stoic teachers also debated with him. Some of them asked, What is this ignorant show-off trying to say? Others answered, He seems to be talking about foreign gods. They said this because Paul was preaching about Jesus and the resurrection. So they took Paul, brought him before the city council, the Areopagus, and said, We would like to know what this new teaching is that you are talking about. Some of the things we hear you say sound strange to us, and we would like to know what they mean. For all the citizens of Athens and the foreigners who lived there like to spend all their time telling and hearing the latest new thing. Paul stood up in front of the city council and said, I see that in every way you Athenians are very religious. For as I walked through your city and looked at the places where you worship, I found an altar on which is written, To an unknown God that which you worship, then even though you do not know it, is what I now proclaim to you. God who made the world and everything in it is Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples made by human hands. Nor does he need anything that we can supply by working for him, since it is he himself who gives life and breath 
and everything else to everyone. From one human being, from one human being, he created all races of people and made them live throughout the whole earth. He himself fixed beforehand the exact times and the limits of the places where they would live. He did this so that they would look for him and perhaps find him as they felt around for him. Yet God is actually not far from any of us, as someone has said. In him we live and move and exist. It is as some of your poets have said, we too are his children. Since we are God's children, we should not suppose that his nature is anything like an image of gold or silver or stone, shaped by human art and skill. God has overlooked the times when people did not know him, but now he commands all of them everywhere to turn away from their evil ways. For he has fixed a day in which he will judge the whole world with justice by means of a man he has chosen. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising that man from death. When they heard Paul speak about a raising from death, some of them made fun of him, but others said, We want to hear you speak about this again. Some men joined him and believed. Among them was Dionysius, a member of the council. There was also a woman named Damaris and some other people. Prayer, Psalm 19 God's Glory in Creation How clearly the sky reveals God's glory. How plainly it shows what He has done. Each day announces it to the following day. Each night repeats it to the next. No speech or words are used. No sound is heard. Yet their message goes out to all the earth, and it is heard to the ends of the earth. God made a home in the sky for the sun. It comes out in the morning like a happy bridegroom, like an athlete eager to run a race. It starts at one end of the sky and goes across to the other. Nothing can hide from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect. It gives new strength. The commands of the Lord are trustworthy, giving wisdom to those who lack it. The laws of the Lord are right, and those who obey them are happy. The commands of the Lord are just and give understanding to the mind. Reverence for the Lord is good. It will continue forever. The judgments of the Lord are just. They are always fair. They are more desirable than the finest gold. They are sweeter than the purest honey. They give knowledge to me, your servant. I am rewarded for obeying them. None of us can see our own errors. Deliver me, Lord, from hidden faults. Keep me safe also from willful sins. Don't let them rule over me. Then I shall be perfect and free from the evil of sin. May my words and my thoughts be acceptable to you, O Lord, my refuge and my redeemer. <laughs>